Welcome to the Greyhound Girl podcast with your host, Dimity Ma. Don't forget, you can follow her on Facebook at The Greyhound Girl. On this episode of the podcast, I catch up with longtime successful trainer Reg Hazelgrove to have a chat about what it was like at his recent night out at Albion Park taking home an amazing five winners. We also spoke about how he got involved in greyhound racing and, of course, some very helpful advice for anyone looking to pick up the lead and collar. I hope you enjoy this episode. I'll go back and rewind firstly to your um five peat of winners at Albion Park I mean obviously you know you always go to the track you know hopeful that every dog's got a chance but did you ever think that you'd walk away with five winners that night no <laughs> definitely not you know when the, the first one won and I thought well the next one's got a better chance and it won I said and the next one's got a better chance and then I got the four and I said, well, the last one is the best of the lot of them, you know, so and she came out one. So, yep. um, yeah, I, I said to me, mate, there, I said, well, we might get five winners tonight, you know, <laughs> it happened. Yeah. Uh, I got one of them there. I look, she would have won too if she had a blind run. I would have got six winners, but didn't happen. Um, she's developed a bad habit. Um, um, she turned in the boxes once. Yeah, and right. I, you know, I got a trial and got it cleared. And then I uh, put her in a 395 at Albion because I'm working them up in distance. And um, she pinged out and led and got run down the last few strides. But so when I put her over the scales at the track, she tries to turn in the scales, you know. So, and now when I put her in the box, she was a very good box dog. She won a maiden there in good time. And I let all the way. Now she's dwelling at the start because she's thinking of turning, you know. So oh. anyway, no, that's that's history anyway. So yeah, I got the five winners, and uh, um, you know, nothing felt different to me. I suppose five winners. I've had three or so before, but uh, five, you know, they're out of three different bitches too, you know. Yeah, right. Uh, yep. And we bred the, all to Tommy Shelby, but yep. I loved this damn line because I used to race. I had a, a bitch years ago. I raced at Newcastle when um, they uh, transferred the uh, fraturity and the, and the derby to from Wentworth Park to Newcastle. Yep. And um, I went down there and oh, this bitch, uh, Skyfly High. Yep. I was so wrapped in her, you know. She was so good, you know. And um, his, his mother is um, Skyfly High, you know, Tommy Shelby's mother. And that's why I thought, oh, I've got to get some of this, you know. Yep. So, yeah, nice. I'm, mm, so nice. I'm just hoping now they can get the distance, you know. So Yep, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. So were yep. those five winners, are they all sort of homebred dogs for yourself? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah nice, yeah. nice. Mm. I've bred the, the three letters here out of Whirly Way, Miss Amelia and... Um, the other bitch was her name. Can't think of hand, but um, why is Misty? Yeah, uh, it's actually my son's dog, but I bred him, bred him here. Well, their name's name is Breeder, but um, then we got the next litter to her to Hardstyle Rico. So nice. 
the wines misty. So yeah, yeah, they're out of three different niches, which is quite good. Yeah. And Hardstyle Rico is starting to throw some some really nice dogs. Yeah, he's he's always throwing nice dogs, but dogs that are starting to stand up and perform in those sort of bigger feature races now. Oh, they right. yeah, yeah. He's got that imported blood in him, which we sort of wanted. You know, <laughs> uh, the bitches I got here, uh, otherwise missing that aren't really that good. The dogs are better than the bitches, and, and then you go to Miss Amelia, who's a sister, the wise Misty. Her bitches are better, you know. Yeah, uh, right. Which, oh, it's just strange, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> He's throwing a better bitch. Well, it's like uh, we were talking before about the colours, you know. You can have, you know, you trace mm. the colours back as far as they go to black and then all of a sudden you just get a, a random mm. colour that pops up and you think, well, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Strange, isn't it? Yeah. How, um, it oh. would have um, would have cost you a little bit more in ice creams that night, having five to buy. Oh, I don't mind my ice creams. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say it would have been an expensive Macca's trip. We did, we did that once to a dog and uh, I think we spoiled him, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> like someone said to me, you can spoil the bad ones, not the good ones. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So tell me about your early days. How um, how did you get involved in greyhound racing, particularly as a, as a trainer? What made you want to become a greyhound trainer? Um, way back, my wife at the time was related to the Norfields. Ah, oh, right, yep. Yeah, and um, Glenn Norfield, he uh, brought his grandmother up here to the hospital and he stayed with us, my uh, mother-in-law and that, <laughs> at her place and um, while his grandmother was in hospital. And he brought this wallop and great transistor with him. And we used to pick up the dogs, you know, at Wentworth Park. Yep. And we sat there and uh, we listened to the dogs at Wentworth Park. And one of the dogs that won, I can't remember its name offhand, was a casino dog. And he bolted in there, you know. So I got, I started getting interested. And um, so he said, oh, he said, I know someone down at casino has got this... Um, um, litter for sale, you know, if you want to buy one. I think it cost about $100 back then. Anyway, um, we, we drove down to Casino with later on and had a look at those four dogs and one bitch and uh, I buy the shoe out of Cubby's cousin and they're bred by the Reynolds brothers. And <coughs> we said, oh, they said, no, you can't have the bitch. I said, oh, we don't want one then. Then he said, oh, all right, you can have the bitch. You know? so, <laughs> Talked him into it. <laughs> we, we bought the bitch, and I think she won about eight races or so. But well, we took her to the Grafton one night because I used to go down and stay with Bill Norfield every, nearly every weekend. We used to go down there and stay there. And um, we um, took her to the Grafton one. I'd never been on the track, you know, ever. And I think she won the first race there by eight lengths. Oh, wow. Yeah, and we took her back the following week and she won by 12 lengths. And everyone's saying, take her to Harold Park, take her to Harold Park, you know, which we never did, but we should have, you know. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's how we got started anyway. Yeah, nice, yeah. nice. What have, um, sorry. So I was going to say, what are, um, you know, you probably got a, a thousand good memories, but other than your five, Pete, of course, what are some of your other favourite memories that you've had over the years? Um, 
Well, we won uh, two Lismore Cups. Um, we won two Eric Thompsons. We won two Michael Millers. We won the straight championship at Capella Bar. Um, what else? I won a Group One race at Albion. Winter Cup, I think it was. You know. So we've had some success, you know, over yep. the years. Mm. Tell me about the Group One. What um, what dog was it? And yeah, that must um, have been a nice feeling. His name was Fabulous Storm. Yep. He was by uh, out of Whirly Storm by Fabregas. Yep. And, uh, and he come out and Daly's uh, brought a dog up. Um, what's the name of the dog? Um, it wasn't the real good one. The second second string dog. Um, they thought that's good enough to win the, the Group One final. Anyway, we beat him. You know, so it was yeah. Dinah Double One, wasn't it? Is that who he beat? I think there was. I'm just getting the. Thing up now. I'm just having a look. There was Donna double one comes second, Kibo oh, comes that's third. That's it, double one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so we he beat Donna double one, yeah. Beat some pretty handy dogs. He sure did, yeah. He's a good dog, yeah. Yeah. He was a lunatic, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, was, he was mad, but he, he broke down after, you know. But um, now we're very lucky to win that group one. What do you yeah. do when you do have a, you know, I get this question a lot, but I don't train dogs, so I can't really help people. But, yeah, is there anything in particular other than, you know, the hider suits that a lot of people use, anything else really you can do for them? Is there something that you do in particular to try and help keep them calm? Keep them calm? Well, I'll try everything, you know. <laughs> so have we. All, all these things they recommend will calm a dog. I can't find nothing. <laughs> no. Just hope for an early race. <laughs> Uh, oh, mine, mine are very hypo, the ones i got now, but you put them in the kennel, they don't play up at all, you know, they, they just good as soon as you get them out, you know, they they just go off the head, you know. Yeah, right. They're crazy, they're crazy chasers, Tommy Shelby. Yep, yeah. are they? We got yeah, another, good. we got another bitching pup to him now, um, her name's Gypsy Wild, but she's a younger sister to um, Mimi and... Um, Wise Misty, so yep. I, I kept. I, I want to get one litter out of it anyway. I don't think I'm. I don't think I'll probably breed anymore. Office. I've probably had enough, you know. Yep. Uh, and yeah. years, years won't stop going by. You're just getting older and older. <laughs> That's right. No, time goes very quick these days, doesn't it? Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. What um now you obviously you know have, have picked up many pieces of advice um over the years and yeah is there a couple of bits that you know you could share with people that have really stuck with you and just you know helped helped you sort of develop your training regime? Well, I took a lot of notice of Bill Northfield in um, what he did, you know, things he used to do like free gallop in the paddock and. And um, he had a 10-acre galloping paddock, you know, and he'd, he had the kennel block in one corner and he used to put muzzles on them and let about three out at a time. They'd go right around the whole perimeter, you know. Yeah, right. And, and, and he could just take a dog out of that paddock and put it straight in the race, you know. But I, I took a lot of notice of things he used to do, you know. Uh, uh, he was a very good man with a dog, Bill Northfield. Yeah. Very good man, you know. Yeah. Dad. Yeah, but I don't know any other thing I could help people with. They could probably help me, I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, you are a Group 1 winning trainer, which, you know, there's quite a few people mm. out there who aren't, so... 
You sort of get out of them for a little while, then you come back and you've got to start over again. Yeah. But but it's the breed. You've got to have the breed. If you haven't got the breed, you're just wasting your time, you know. Yeah. I mean, I've been training a few dogs recently, and they're no good. You know, you can't win with them, you know. And, um, you know, you race them, race them, then you start thinking it's you, you know. And as soon as you get a dog that can gallop, you can see the difference, you know. Yep. Uh, the secret really is just having a good dog, that's all. Yep, yep. And they, they make good trainers. So. When you um when you are sort of trying to match up your, your broodies with size, is there any, you know, some key things in particular you look for or do you just sort of go, you know, is it gut instinct or sire you just like? I'm, I used to match things up, you know, like the thing they used to call the Rasmus and all that, you know, you breed out two sisters on either a sister on either side and all that you know <clears throat> but now you don't ever find that very often and um i just probably what you just said i go to a sire that i like you know yeah uh, and yep. uh, that's all you hope for now but um i think you're sort of hoping for a bit more getting a good imported dog i think that hard style rick has got the very good imported bloodlines in him so and uh, might put a bit of vigour into the, you know, and size into the pups. Yeah. Uh, some of them, the bitches are lacking a bit of size in the Tommy Shelby's. But there's some nice dogs there, you know, some very nice dogs. But no, I don't sort of anymore worry about matching things up or nothing. Yep. And, yeah, so I've, I've been to a couple of sires over the years and people said, why did you go that sire for? And I went to Black and Force years ago with oh, yeah. Whirly Storm, and that was her sixth litter. She had eight litters, and her sixth litter was the best of all of them. You know? You're kidding. No, no. Now you can't breed six litters. No. Wow. Mm-hmm. Her that six was the best litter. litter she had, she had uh, Cyclo Chris, she had two litters, the Token Prince. Oh, very good. Oh, very good. Yeah, and the Black wow. And Force litter, oh, mate, they... I'll run a records and everything, you know, so. And he was my token prince too, so. Yep. Black horse, you know, so that sort of clicked with that breed, you know. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. That is such a rare thing to hear these. I mean, obviously, like you said, you, ca- you can't breed six, but, you know, that is such a rare thing to hear. Like, you know, usually after the first couple, people go, oh, no, she's just not going to throw anything, but. Yeah, to mm. persist and then get you know get the good litter at the six go. Did you go? Oh, finally! <laughs> I um, actually her first litter weren't, weren't was a crumpet, you know, and they were by I forget his name, but they were, he was an Easter egg winner, and um, they were awful dogs, you know. And I was probably lucky I bred out of again, you know, because in uh, the second litter I think might have been the token prince, and oh, they were good, you know. So, but um, the first litter. The hopeless, you know? Yeah, yeah, wow. That's amazing. So, yeah, you you know, I know a lot of people, um, I, well, I try and say to people, don't get too hung up on your side choice, but I think you've just blown that theory out the window that, yeah, sometimes it does matter. <laughs> yeah, 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 sometimes. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. No, that's unreal. So what are the plans for you going forward? How many dogs have you got in work at the moment? Cool. Well, as I said, there's about... Uh, 16 down the bottom, 16 down the bottom, I think there's another 
12 up top we've got been working you know, so let's say about 20 28 yeah around about 30 dogs and work um probably about 10 of them should go you know, yeah find no, another hope somewhere <laughs> mm, yeah. do you do anything i want to i want to try and cut back if i i can you know um, yeah it's a lot of work a lot of work Oh, definitely, definitely. Do you mm. just do the training side of it? Do you do any other aspects um, of it? Yeah, I do mostly everything myself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mhm. Yep. Yeah. Nice. Mm. What? Um. What do you, you know? Do you like training the best, or you know, do you, some people I know like breaking them in because they sort of get to see, you know, basically what they got to work with and that sort of thing. But yeah, do you have a favourite aspect of it? I always enjoyed the breeding side of it uh, more than anything. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but um, you know we used to travel a lot, but we didn't have many dogs, and uh, go down to Sydney and places like that, Victoria, uh, with the dogs. But now you sort of you got too many dogs, and you can't go anywhere. You know? <laughs> but we got very good prize money in Queensland now, so yeah, and you get. Nominate, you know, and you get unplaced money, you get force prize money. You know, the money's very good. And if, like you say, if you get a distance dog, you you got a bonus there. You know. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Greyhound Girl podcast and for your ongoing support of not only this podcast but of Greyhound racing in general. Remember, you can follow Dimity at the Greyhound Girl on Facebook.